0: Hi! Welcome to Suplex of Sticks, a gaming podcast hosted by David and Seth. Hello! And Forrest! Hello! Yeah!
1: I like Why'd you copy energy. me, Forrest? I didn't know what else to do. <laughs> he, he panicked. Yeah. He, he had a, a panic moment. Yeah.
0: Um, but it's it's fine.
2: We are back. As Jake the we, dog said, it's fine.
0: It's fine. It's fine. We, we all have we, energy this we
2: week. We're back. We didn't take a week off at all. Nothing. <laughs> nothing. A, technically we didn't take a week everything off. Everything is normal.
0: Nothing abnormal happened. Don't there's even, a...
2: Don't think there, about it.
0: There's a there lost was, episode that no one will ever hear <laughs> that we lived and you should be glad you didn't have to. <laughs> so it's fine. It's fine. It's fine. It's fine. Um, but we're we're glad. We're back. It's really good. I'm excited to talk about the games that we played and the games that we didn't play uh, because that's also part of the story of this week. Um, The, the biggest part of the story for me was that your boy finally sat down and powered through the last, uh, I'd say third of Luigi's Mansion three. And I enjoy that game. The, the ending was I feel the back half of the game is stronger than the first half, because they get a little more experimental with some of the puzzle aspects, mm-hmm. and it was it was really good. I, you know, I, it's fun. It's a really fun game, and at the end of the day, I I kind of wish they had had more experimental sections throughout the rest of the game, but I I get why they didn't, and I really there's this great mechanic, Seth. Uh, and forest that (laughs) is so weird um there's like an egypt level and you just you're able to suck up sand for the first time in the game and it's very satisfying i ended up vacuuming the whole desert yeah uh until it was like brick floor that's crazy and And you you got nothing for it you get nothing but boy was it satisfying
1: that's what you get for it then that's your reward um pure satisfaction
0: That game, it the game also does weird stuff. Um, I got a power up. There's a there's a power up they give you late in the game, and you use it once for one specific situation. Oh, um, it's it's a weird game, but it's good. It is it is good, and I suggest you play it. Uh, I really, part of me wants to play the multiplayer stuff before I give it a certification, but at the same time, you know. I don't. I'm. There's no way I'm gonna be able to play that because no one else I know has it. Mm. And so, uh, maybe one day. Is but, there no uh,
2: online matchmaking?
0: You know, I should check. I really should. I haven't. Um, the D- the online is obviously at least to Nintendo good enough that they're putting out a DLC for it uh, to expand it. So uh maybe there's couch co-op i i could also be wrong on that i think there is at least for the story i know you can yeah because
2: one person can be the goo man
0: yeah the the goo man <laughs> as as uh, his friends casually call him yeah. but his name is Guiji. um so yeah it's it's good and i i'd say it's certified i'm i'm excited maybe next time seth comes down we can try to do some of that couch co-op because it's like up to four players if they if it is a thing to do couch co-op i think it is cool so that's what i played this week mainly i started steam quest hand of gilgamesh
2: Mm. because
0: uh so i i started it because i went to start kentucky route zero but i was uh like on Wednesdays I guard the children's wing at the at our church. <laughs> you, guard and it. you guard it. Yeah, I guard <laughs> it. There's two entryways and I guard one of them. And With I decided sword? no. A
2: shield? <laughs> a gun no. then?
0: Um, my switch, really. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. Um mm. and my I'll throw myself in harm's way to protect them. Uh but I I went you to store really Kentucky gun. Rot Zero <laughs> and this is a pro-gun podcast. Instead... instead <laughs> <laughs> ooh, no, it's not. Um, but instead, <laughs> I... Um, instead, I decided to play Steamroll Quest because I knew that I would want to... I a, I wasn't in the right mindset to play Kentucky Route Zero. I feel like I want to be home and like really let the music play kind of loud and enjoy the atmosphere of the game because I've heard that it's very... Um, atmospheric and a good game to like. It play is very
2: atmospheric. Uh, fair.
0: So I I want to play that in the right circumstances, and so I didn't want to take away from that experience. So I started Steamworld Quest, and man, is that game fun so far! I'm about an hour in, and it like it's like Kingdom Hearts Chain of Memories, but without moving around. So you like. A schedule you like build your attacks with a deck building sort of aspect. That makes and me
1: want to not play it.
0: Well, to be I'm sorry that you <laughs> Chain don't memories. Like to That's
1: terrible. Learn. Me, I know.
2: Have you ever Age. played Yu-Gi-Oh? Yes, and I love that. I'm so related. it's why don't you like building that deck? <laughs>
0: <laughs> it's it's cool because there you can do a strategy by like chaining attacks. And some of the attacks you can have in your deck can only be done after chaining simple attacks. And it's it's really fun. I, I'm i excited because I'm sure it gets way more complex. And I'm excited to build different decks based on different strategies and everything. And um, I'm a huge fan of the World series of games, as if you might have picked up as I've gone through this SteamWorld renaissance over the last year, year and a half. And I'm just a big fan of anything that studio puts out. I forget the name of it, but Yeah, started that and then I will
2: let Do, Seth. What? Does does Steamworld Quest take place in the same uh universe as Codename Steam?
0: No. I think oh. we
2: talked about this.
0: But before. the Did you ever play Steamworld Heist? No. Okay, so one of the characters from Steamworld Heist is reading his like grandkids a bedtime story, and that's the story they're telling. Is so no it steampunk is Steampunk
1: Abraham Lincoln.
0: No, no steampunk Abraham Lincoln or Tom Sawyer or whoever else was in that game, I forget.
2: Uh on, John all right, Henry. let's let's name him off. <laughs> no, no, no. We don't need to We got uh Randolph not- Carter. We don't need to get rid Can't
0: of this him. episode this week. We need to have <laughs> a good got? episode. We
2: got... um,
0: Seth, as much as I love this nonsense, I want you to talk about some, you know... Henry Fleming. Final Fantasy and Disney nonsense to
2: me. Um, We, we got, need to talk about this. You know, what? Abraham Lincoln was voiced by Will Wheaton in that game? Hold on, what?
0: Yeah. <laughs> huh. That's kind of neat. I'll accept that as yeah. an aside. Uh, yeah.
2: Lion from the wonderful Wizard of Oz was in that game. That can't be real.
1: Tiger Lily from game.
2: Peter Pan. I remember yeah. that. Yeah, I remember that. Tom Sawyer, voiced by Jeremy Shada, a.k.a. Ah, oh, love that guy. I don't remember that. I mean, I remember him being in it. Uh, Queequeg. Oh, yeah. I can't forget Queequeg from um the old yeah, fantasy. That's not right. <laughs> Moby Dick. He's from Moby Dick. You uh, know he's a cannibal, but that never came up in the game.
0: And Seth played it, so he knows. Yeah, he did I quit uh, after I got Tom Sawyer?
2: Apparently, Zorro was in that game. Uh, I don't remember that because I didn't get that far. A Tin Man, cyborg Tin Man. Good God, cyborg. I I only got I must have got only like halfway <laughs> through the game because, <laughs> like, I got up to the point where there was a Shogoth. Uh but apparently after that it just keeps getting crazier. <laughs> Ulysses S. Grant. Welcome okay. to Back from Space. This is weird.
0: Alright. Alright, let's talk about something else that's weird. Like I tried to do earlier. <laughs> I wanna talk about and I know you're trying to avoid talking about it because you were tweeting about it last night.
2: Well, I was tweeting about parts of it. Yeah, so I finally played a game. Um <laughs> I in fact played uh and David, okay. you can also talk about this because we have you didn't get to talk about it at all uh last week since for some reason. Um Well I guess it wasn't out last week. But yeah, I played uh Kingdom Hearts three Remind DLC. Yes. Um, which is uh very weird. Yes. Um it is quite a lot of nonsense. Almost more nonsense than than the regular game,
1: just it gets because. Even weirder during the limit cut. I'll just say that.
2: Okay, well, I'm not to that point yet. I so I, I beat the the main DLC campaign, um, which was a few hours long, about what I expected it to be, and I am trying to work my way through the the extremely hard boss fights of the limit cut episode, and then hopefully be able to beat the secret boss of the secret episode. It's weird. It's not really a secret cuz I tell you it's in there. Yeah, um yeah. It's a very strange uh experience because so it takes up a, I'm only mild spoilers for the for like the setup of what it is. Um so the the DLC starts right after like the end of the 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 final after you beat the final boss. And before, like the ending cutscenes, um, so they're talking about how to go rescue Kyrie, um, and it ends up with Sora doing some. I'm trying to think of what to relate this to. Hold um,
0: on, this isn't even the first cutscene.
2: No, but this... <laughs> you've got like 15 no. minutes of right, cutscene before like, this. There's <laughs> like 20 minutes of, of video, but that, but most of that, honestly. Like I don't even remember what any of that stuff was. Oh, I do to be, because to be it honest. threw me. Yeah.
0: It threw me, son. I was learning things. It was Really? Weird. I have Yes. It's none so of strange.
2: That, I cannot remember any of what because that was. Because
0: the they have the scene Okay, so this isn't even really spoilers, but legit the scene between um Oh, Zigbar oh, and Luke Sword? And Luke Sword? What?
2: Yeah, that's like, weird. Yeah, Looks But but also, it has like no bearing on anything that happens in the DLC, right? Which There's is a,
0: so the thing is, it doesn't answer a lot of questions, but it does like flesh out some things. Yeah,
2: I don't actually think it answers any questions. Right. Um. Yeah, I can see where you're coming from with that. Yeah, it it certainly provides X more details. Um. I guess it, the the quote the quote unquote questions that it answered were not questions that I, like they were stuff that weren't addressed. I guess in the main game, but they weren't the stuff that I was interested in. Right, um, they were things you could assume. Right, um, like the from the the main the main bulk of it, at least. I'm um, not talking about the the two extra episodes. The added stuff like there's a little bit of intrigue right at the beginning um with the the Luke sword cutscene um and even then it's like okay um but the stuff like it didn't any it didn't answer any of the sort of long term questions that you were left with after the end of the game uh and it more just kind of shows you these okay the so the way that what is happening in once you like start the actual gameplay, once you are in control of Sora, um, like he goes off to find Kyrie, And to, to do that, he, he has to like he has to this is. Yeah. So this is it gets really
0: unclear because he's having to go be like this. Third-party specter slash. Yeah, I'm trying to figure out because I know
2: I know that there are like movies where this has happened, but you basically you have to go back in time, um, and do things that um cause the things in the main the regular time like the regular timeline to happen, uh, which was weird. Uh, it's very it's. I don't know, Sword turns into like a spirit and he goes back in time and he I guess hops around the different hearts of the different characters and you yeah. go through these different kind of seemingly at random boss battles. Um it's very strange, but then it, it plops you into like the labyrinth segment of of the game and it basically like you basically just play through that Almost exactly as it was before, um, with very
0: minor differences in the cutscenes.
2: It's yeah. it's it's a very strange experience because there are new cutscenes, but they are played like back to back with the original cutscenes, and it's so and it makes it hard to tell what actually is new. Yeah. Um. It's it's just such a strange presentation for the stuff like the the problem is like that that whole the whole segment the ending segment of of the game is probably the most confusing part of the entire game um and it doesn't help that that the action is like getting uh interrupted with cutscenes like every 5 minutes um it's so weird but yeah so you play through you play through this this whole segment again and then there's some actual new stuff at the end but the big one of the big draws is that you finally get to play as some of the other characters uh certainly in the main game you um had an opportunity to play there's like one or two battles that you played as riku and one battle you played as aqua which were cool and you have the opportunity to do that again in that um in the the labyrinth area battles um which is fun, and you also get the opportunity to play as some other characters. Um, I don't know what, like, what is uh, spoiled and what was not. Uh, of course, you get to play as Kyrie eventually. That was well, in, the last, in the in the previous trailer.
0: All of them were in
2: the trailers. Yeah, right. You get to so, play. Yeah, Roxas, and you get to play as Roxas. Aqua um,
0: Kyrie. What, what were you saying? Roxas Aqua Kyrie and Riku. And Riku. Um never which is, Mickey
2: though, which is cool. <clears throat> I really again, don't you. No, like... no, you don't play it's as cutscene. Never mind. I was, I honestly, that was like a one of the... It, it. Kind of upset me. Um, like there was this moment that it looked like you were about to get to control. Um, the Lingering Will. The Lingering Will yeah. and fight I, against Terra, Terra Xehanort. Yep. And, I was real hype, and then it didn't And happen. then that didn't yep. happen, and instead you get to fight Asura. Um, it's the, sad. the first of many battles that just kind of ends without the battle ending. Um,
0: okay, I want to be vaguely... I, I know that we are talking well, like, we haven't been hypercritical of this. Um, But, man, is it hard for this game to throw a vaguely difficult boss battle at you right away in the first gameplay section when you haven't played this game in a year and you forget how to block and dodge right? Yep. And I was struggling. I mean,
2: (laughs) I, you know, I didn't run into any Difficulty oh, things. Well, of course, I I well, had I was probably twenty <laughs> levels higher than you, and I had ultimate weapon. So I basically yeah, okay. So you, I, yeah, I you, beat, were... I beat basically every single one of these encounters in a matter of seconds. Really? Dang. Well, seconds like, but yeah, maybe like a minute, a minute and a half was how long it took me to okay, get through well. most of the battles as Sora, not me. Not me. Um, <laughs> Ultima is busted. Now, when it came to the battles where you get to use other characters, however, that was a different story. Um and it was it was actually kind of a disappointment for me, not only because of the characters you didn't get to do, like uh you didn't get to play as Lingering Will, um you didn't get to play as uh Ventus or Terra or uh, Axel. Axel, which was a huge bummer. Um you didn't get to play as Shion Um you didn't get to play as Mickey. Uh even though you could play as Mickey in two, yeah, yeah, and that's so weird. Like every single one of the well, pretty much outside of Axel, that is. Um, every single one of these characters has been playable in previous games, uh, and so it's not like they right. have never programmed these guys' attacks. Um, and yeah, that was that was a big bummer. But another, th- but the the main my main problem is that, is that you. Spend the whole game like powering up Sora and getting used to the like the way he attacks and the way he moves. And then while it is cool, it's it's like a cool thing to be able to control other characters. They operate on like a lower level than what Sora can do. Um and so it becomes like there it it adds difficulty in that sense just because you're Moving from a strong character to one that like is severely handicapped, um, and so that was like as much as I liked playing as Roxas, and it was cool, and it made me happy, and playing as Kyrie was fun. Um, it was kind of like this is it 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 was not really that enjoyable. Like it it was more frustrating than it was difficult, just because um, the character can't do what I want it to do. Ah, um,
0: uh, gotcha. I see what you're saying.
2: Like, I wanted... I wanted the the version of those characters to have, like, the full toolkit that Sora had. Um, and that's Did pr- you do the,
0: any of the, uh... Okay, so... I feel like the characters had really powerful, uh... What's the thing when you pull both the trigger or the top buttons? The shot lock. Yeah, the shot lock. Each of them had really cool shot locks. yeah.
2: Yeah, they're cool. Um, and they were they were all pretty strong. Um, but again, it's just like that's not that's that's the thing you can use like once or twice a battle unless you're like. I don't even think when I played the game I remember that you had the ability to to like drain the shotlock energy. I just didn't use it that often. Yeah. Um. So I don't know. It was weird. Like it was a cool experience, but also I was sort of. Left wanting by the state that the characters are in, Um, because they feel like they feel like you're playing characters from a different game, and not playing as a character from Kingdom Hearts Three. Like, okay, like the the way Sora works in Kingdom Hearts Three is just entirely different. Like he he's got a whole different feel than he does in in the other games. And meanwhile, and then you get Roxas, and he feels like straight out of three five eight, which is I mean he was it was fun to use him in that, but he just he does not work the same way and so he didn't work the way I wanted him to. Uh and and so that was kinda like it was like, Ugh. yeah, I'll use him, but I know that I won't enjoy it, which is annoying.
0: The one character I did get a lot of joy out of using was Aqua. Because when you get to use her, she does a lot of cool team up moves yeah. with uh Ven and Terra. Yeah, and that was, was definitely into that.
2: that was definitely the one benefit to playing as the other ones. Is you get uh cool like context sensitive attacks that you probably wouldn't get if you played with as you probably wouldn't get if you played as Sora in those uh, situations.
0: Except for that dope Mickey one they added where you bounce and the the balls fly everywhere. Oh, oh yeah, yeah I see that one. Yeah, the team you team up with Mickey and you like bounce around and all these orbs shoot out of you and nice. It does a ton of damage in that Triple Xehanort fight. Uh it was real fun.
2: Yeah. Nice. Yeah. So I don't know. Really not uh, fighting that triple Z and fight again. <laughs> again, uh was that stuff not a big issue when I was using Sora, but it was definitely tougher when I was using other characters. Which I don't know is good or bad. Um it, but yeah, it's it's a it's a very strange experience the DLC, at least the main campaign. Um, because it's just, like, like, I I guess I knew going into it that it was going to be refights against all these people, but, like, actually doing it was, it was just kind of like, is this really what it is? Uh, finally, towards the end, you get some actual new stuff, uh, which was pretty fun. Um, definitely the, the big group battle was probably the highlight of it. Um. Yeah. Yeah. For nothing... If nothing else, and for like the dialogue between the characters as you're doing it, yeah, that Uh, was real good. Like it's like the first time you've actually experienced all of the characters that you've gathered all together at once. Um, Oh, and and I love the this this special attack you get with Riku and Terra that made me really happy. Yeah. Um,
1: So yeah, it's um,
2: it's weird. It's a it's a weird, it's a weird experience. It's weird, but
0: it added about as much to the game as a final mix does. Yes, yeah. like I a suppose final mix, a final mix is only just a couple of extra things in the hidden boss, and this is a whole separate view of the end of the game and a the the limit of cut boss. bosses at the end. Yep. Um, so it's yeah. like on a level, I'm like frustrated. This is thirty dollars. But also, I guess I'm lucky that I'm not having to spend sixty for the game all over just to have yes. yeah the final mix label slapped on it.
1: Yep.
2: So, I I'm I'm fine with it. I guess I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> like, I mean, I get the comparison. Um, but you have to you also have to take into account that the final mixes were made in a time where like adding stuff to a game was not really done. You have also, to release a game to get also um, just like in the context of the stuff like the the content of the final mixes um, were generally like a lot of them was just cutscenes, but they were added to added into the actual body of the game um, to give it more flavor that way, rather than just kind of a retelling of the very end of the game. Um, also, it's it's definitely a different situ- scenario because the way Kingdom Hearts 3 worked is it kind of brought all these story threads together. And the previous Final Mix games, all those story threads were still out there, so they, had, they were able to put this kind of interstitial details in there that didn't really affect much of the... It didn't directly affect at that time what was going on in the story. So they're not... I get why you compare them, but to me they're not exactly the same thing um outside of like the bosses that were added right um, that's understandable but, yeah but it's certainly um better uh price for sure and um as much as like I don't I don't know that I would want to play through the whole game again to <laughs> experienced like extra cutscenes that they added in there if that's the route they had taken. Um I don't know, but I'm I'm excited to get into these boss battles. I I beat the first of the thirteen or fourteen I guess um battles. It's really um I, I thought going into it, I was like, you know, I bet my ex- my training in Sekiro will, will have prepared me for this. Uh, because I because I read a lot that it's um, it's very reliant on blocking, um, yeah, and so like when I first started, I tried to do the thing that I did in every boss and just like, go straight at it and just keep attacking it, um, and it just it doesn't really work, um, which is cool. Like I'm I, I like that it has to make me think, and like recognize patterns and figure out when to, um. Went to went to attack, because um, you really do. You have to you have to go through it and figure out what happens. Like you're gonna you're going to die a lot just because you have to know the patterns and where the openings are going to be and like what will happen if you attack say one too many times. Um, so yeah, it was a, it was a very fun fight. I fought Young Xehanort. Um but I will say it does kind of. Um, Points it, it 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 lays clear how not great the block function in Kingdom Hearts is. <laughs> um, like I brought up the Sekiro thing, like because I I immediately got in. It's like okay, I've I've trained my my senses and my and my reflexes for this. It should be it should be a cakewalk. Uh, and then like the game would just not do what I wanted it to do. Um, it's the the block is not exactly, um, what I would call reliable. Uh, so a lot of it, a lot of deaths were, were from what I thought were just kind of un unfair, unrefined mechanics rather than failing of skill, which is never a a fun thing to experience. Um, but it was really nice when I, when I finally got through it, like it I I could tell that it was not, unbeatable um and so i if if all of the bosses are are a sort of equivalent difficulty um i should be able to get through it and i'll probably enjoy it
0: good i i want to go through them uh do you think you're going to go out of your way to grind out oblivion and oath keeper
2: well i already have oath keeper okay um I'm not playing I you got to you have to beat the game on critical mode to get Oblivion and I'm just not going to do that. Um
1: <clears throat> I just started my critical playthrough so when the the DLC drops on the Xbox I should be able to just get Oblivion by then.
2: Yeah. The other thing is like I don't know I don't really know how like I got Oblivion. I level it up to the like Level 8, and they're out of 10 levels. Uh, and I ran out of materials, but they're when you're in the DLC file, there doesn't appear to be any way to like go to pr- like the regular areas to grind out materials. So, yeah. like, there's no way for me to go. Like, if I open if I load up my main game, it's not just going to transfer onto the DLC file because, um. I have, like, I've gone past it, and and so like I don't really, there doesn't really appear to be a way, uh, unless I had done it beforehand to actually get like. Well, you can like, fully Oblivion, max out that Keyblade.
0: Oblivion and Oathkeeper were added to the base game for free. Yeah. So if you go to the, your base game save, it should be there if you had it unlocked already.
2: No, that's that's not what I'm saying. It's like oh. I'm saying that I don't have the materials to fully m- level up the Oathkeeper Keyblade. And when I'm in the DLC, like you have to so when you play the DLC, you have to save the file separately from your main file. Yes. Um and so like if I were to go back into my main file to go grind out materials to level up the Keyblade If I go back into the DLC file, it's not going to be there because those are two completely different saves. And there's no way in the DLC to go back to previous areas to grind out materials.
0: Right, but you should be able to load up your original file and have it.
2: That's David, that's not what I'm saying. I'm saying if I do that, it won't affect the save file of the DLC. Right.
0: But you start a new save file when you do the limit cut also, which is weird. Their de- their save file system is weird right now. Yes. It's not great, and it's confusing.
2: And I've already started that save file, so unless you're suggesting. But it still wouldn't matter, because you have to have beaten the Remind DLC, like the regular part of it, to do the limit cut. And so yes. it's still a separate file from the main game. So it doesn't matter if I load it up in the main game. It's not going to affect the DLC file because they're different files. Yeah, you have to start all over. Yep. Um, I would have so... to start the entire DLC over to do that.
1: Yes.
0: Yes.
2: Yeah, that's what I'm saying. I'm not going to do it. So there's no way for me to, to level up the whole thing, which I did not realize until after I had like gone all the way through it.
0: I've seen some dope footage. Once you unlock both of them, of uh, f- the fighting style, because I think you unlock, you unlock the double. I think so.
2: Yeah. Uh. Well, scary. you can either of them can transform into the double form. You oh, don't have really? to have both. Yeah.
0: Oh. Okay. So yeah, it's fun. Um. I don't know if it's worth thirty dollars. I. Especially when YouTube exists. Yeah. Uh, and there were some compelling moments. Uh, there were cutscenes that really got me. Kingdom Hearts is a game that uh, evokes emotions out of me that almost no other franchise can. Same here. And I, I don't know why. If it's the Disney or the overwhelming JRPG-ness of it. And how oh. extra it is with how the power of friendship can get you through. But I uh, I love it so much, and um, I'm really excited to see what happens. I really am excited for Seth to get that limit cut trailer, or whatever it is, and then we can watch. I can just hear him scream all the way from Orlando.
1: It is insane. So <laughs> so <laughs> I'm I'm excited. I, I'm so um, excited. I my uh, my friend and I went on a so three or four hour tangent yesterday after he beat it. <laughs> Of just theorizing what mm. comes next, you know, love it. So it's good. I
2: will <laughs> say about the the YouTube comment, like I do get that, um, but also like I remember playing the base game and making sure I had done everything to unlock the the Yozora ending. Um yep, and same. then like one once it fin- when it got there, I like it. It made it all that su- like it made it that much sweeter. Uh, um. So, I $30 is, is a lot for, uh, like th- to have that opportunity to like grind out a lot of hours to watch a two minute cutscene, um, or however long it is. But, and, and so it's hard to say that it's worth it, but like getting to those
1: moments is fun.
0: All right. Yeah. Forrest, did you play anything?
1: Yeah, I beat Katana Zero.
0: Nice. Yeah.
1: Did you love it? I loved it a lot. As uh, especially, it that game just does so many cool things. In yeah, I uh,
0: you. I don't want you to talk about. Them. I know. I won't. It's hard I can't. because I. Yeah, uh, I really want Seth to play it, yep. and I don't want to talk about any of the cool things because yep. it ruins a lot.
1: Yes, but like man i really need more of that game
0: yeah no the they keep the, the they've tweeted out about that dlc a
1: couple times it's going to come at some point i'm sure and, and i will be right there on the ground floor for it yeah i'm so excited especially if it's what i think it's going to be cuz yeah. i haven't seen any of those tweets so i've been keeping up to date if they've actually said what it will be for but like if it's what the end of the game hints yeah, it's going to be cool. Ah,
0: oh, it's good stuff, man. Look
1: forward to it so much. That game is great.
0: So good. Yes,
1: absolutely. Um so yeah, Love Katana 0 and I decided to do something that I meant to do about a year ago and that was get the ultimate weapon in Kingdom Hearts 3. There you go. <laughs> yeah. So you're on the
0: journey that Seth hath hath completed already.
1: So I did it uh and I finished it Monday night and then I Went back to play it a little bit last night because I was going to start my critical playthrough, and I realized I didn't save after I got the Ultima weapon. Oh no! Yeah, even though I played through the entire ending of the game, for some reason I didn't save. He pulled us up. Yeah. Did you lose the <laughs> Ultima
0: weapon? Yes. No. Thankfully,
1: my save before I got it was I only had one thing to do left, <laughs> so it was fine. Like it was. It's un- because
0: he wasn't playing an antiquated game that doesn't auto save. <laughs> <laughs> so, so it saved him, unlike Seth playing all these old JRPGs. <laughs> <laughs> Must be nice,
2: unlike me playing Kingdom Hearts One. <laughs> um, losing yeah. all of Hollow Bastion. Yep, yep. Uh, and more. I've had so that happen much. to me
1: many a times. In I was so, at, so close every to every Ultimate Weapon
2: hearts. in that game. Ooh, I don't Which mean. is, a, which I mean, the Ultimate Weapon grind in Kingdom Hearts Three is a little. Tedious, but it's nothing compared to what it is in Kingdom no. Hearts One, and I didn't it's even finish ne- it—not
0: at all. <laughs> yeah, nothing compared to it. Oh man, that I, was—I remember that as a kid. It was the worst. Oh ugh. man, the random drops, man. Oh. Yep, Ooh. that's why I never did it. Yeah. yeah. Huh. Uh, all right. Yep. But is yeah, that it? that's it for you. Yep.
1: Ultimate Kitana Zero, weapon Kingdom grind. Hearts Three. Ultimate weapon grind. Started my critical playthrough. Well, yeah, hold on. So I started my critical playthrough, and then I r- was going through my list of Keyblades, too, because I was going to equip all my higher-end ones, and I realized Ultima wasn't there, and I went, wait a second. So then that's when I had to go back. I pulled a Remind on myself. Yeah. <laughs> I went back and changed my timeline, and then I got it. So I started the critical playthrough again with Ultima this time, got back up to where I was, and now... uh we're good.
0: It'll be real fun for you to play this DLC in a month. Yeah. So Seth, I'm excited to hear from you next week about your adventures in uh Death Stranding, if that's mm. what you choose Z- to play. Z- you Z- know,
2: I have uh I've Z- actually Z- I have a I have a, like a, a, a an attack plan of the games that I am going to play until I don't know. I don't know how long it'll last me, but I I have I have some stuff lined up, so hopefully there won't be long stretches where I have played nothing because I have to actually I have to actually do them. Um, but Death Stranding's probably in there somewhere. I don't know where in the pecking order it's going to be.
0: Yeah, I just need that controller back by March so I can play Persona yeah. Five Royal. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Um, because I am dedicated to playing that. So, yep, yep, yep. All right, uh, with that, we're gonna take a small break and we'll be right back. And we're back. If you were sitting there bored during our little break. Then I would suggest next time, pause the show, get out of your car, or stop, you know, take a little break, and go visit our social media. Tell us what you're thinking. Tell us on everything at Suplex the Sticks. Everything is not a new social media, but we are at Suplex the Sticks on everything. And we have a Discord, too, where you can talk to us about the show and let us know what you think. Uh Seth and I and Forrest are pretty active in there and we have a couple of people that are also active in there too. Um the only thing is um we are vicious with our opinions just like we are on the show. <laughs> and um but it's uh it's fun. I I like being in there. Uh even if it gets heated sometimes. Uh the discord has not been witness to me and Seth arguing about a video game vehemently yet, mm. uh, which is yet. kind of a shame. Yeah, yet. Um,
1: Let's make it really, happen, the, fellas. Really, the
0: first time it might happen is whenever this uh, Bioshock game gets a trailer. That might be the <laughs> first time that it'll they'll bear witness to us getting into it. Um, but Seth, have you Hello. heard the news about the new Apex hero? <laughs> Yeah. His uh, name is Forge. He yeah. looks like John Cena. Yeah. He's got a belt. It's yeah. a nice belt. It's a nice belt. He's got a big old boy arm.
1: Yep. I'm always a fan of those. Yeah, yeah. do you like him?
0: Yeah, I'm a... I like I, him a lot. He I was good, a real big fan of him.
1: He has good charisma. Yeah. He had well, good charisma.
2: Yeah, the, the thing about that is he's actually dead. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Yeah, um, he was killed during a live news broadcast <laughs> that's totally fake and animated. So don't worry. Yes.
2: Very, very, very strange moment before we started recording the episode where we were going <laughs> over the news we we're going to talk about. And David brought up the Apex character that was revealed last week, who was Forge. And I immediately started reading a headline about how he was dead <laughs> <laughs> and was killed by the actual new character. Who is called something? What is it? Revenant. Revenant. He's like a skeleton man. He's a,
1: he looks
0: really cool. He does look really cool. The only thing that would make Seth like him a lot, Seth probably. Seth, do you like him? Yeah, I like him. He's cool. He looks like he needs a bird.
2: Yes. Well, they can't all have birds. I know, but like this one he could have a frog instead. No. No. Like he's a
0: samurai. He would have a crow or a. Um. What you know, I don't know what samurai have as pets.
2: A hawk? Well, that's still a bird.
0: Yeah, it's still a bird. But why can
2: I only think of birds?
0: (laughs) An eagle. No. Revenant is real cool looking and I'm excited. I love Apex still. And it's one of the the battle royales I have not deleted off of my Xbox. Uh which, you know, is big because I deleted Destiny two off my Xbox the other day. So it it was a real big band aid to rip off, but boy did it clear up some hard drive space. So
2: I'll how long that. do you think before Destiny Two adds a battle royale mode? Oh, that's it's gonna be forever. You think I, so?
0: I don't. I don't think. I well, can see it
2: being this year being one of it, those limited modes. It
0: could be a small scale one. I don't think it'll be more than like thirty people. No,
1: not at all.
2: No, give me a hundred, hundred guardians. Yes. <laughs> Shooting lasers and lightning
1: and... I mean, flame. if, be, if, if be they do that,
0: if they do that, I'm reinstalling. Bungie, Supers bring on you. all yeah. the time.
1: Bungie, bring me back to the big team Slayer days of Halo.
0: Let me <laughs> let me just do one of those Titan slams into the middle of a crowd. And oh, just, my gosh. Oh, that'd be fun. I, You know what? Why are you bringing up something that would save that game? <laughs> like, I mean, it's not drowning, but... They just had, like, a resurgence with this cool puzzle they had, but...
2: You know. Which apparently had a a terrible prize at the end. Yeah, it had an
0: exotic uh, that was already on the roadmap. So, Ooh,
2: yeah, but yeah. that's neither here nor there. But um, back to Apex. Revenant, yeah. maybe. And there's um, weird
0: lights in the sky, so people are trying yeah, to figure out. I'll what
2: definitely be mean. getting the new season pass. Uh, maybe, maybe this is the time that I'll get all the way through it and not stop playing halfway through. Uh, we'll see. <laughs> we'll see. <laughs>
0: You I just imagine you saying we'll see like doing that weird Sora like sideways head thing that he does when he says something. <laughs> That's yeah,
2: basically I was... what I was doing. <laughs> <laughs> so um uh, I love Apex, but just give me a I hope the next character is a pilot.
0: Ooh. Yeah. Yeah, that'd, that'd be cool. Be fun. I think we're long overdue with,
2: for with, it. with wall running. Yeah. Probably couldn't <sighs> have a Titan, but you know.
1: I feel like if they were going to make an entire character whose kit is based around wall running they would have to add some more walls in the map maybe you know
2: well I don't think the kit would be based around wall running it would just they be just a thing they can do it would be a weird passive they have
0: uh, like uh like you know what's his name can see footprints yeah,
2: yeah. yeah. And um, like how the other what's his name regenerates health
0: Oh, which one is that? The Fast Boy. Oh, the Fast Boy.
2: Yeah. Know you know, I'm they all fast have fast they boy. all have things.
0: Yeah. All right, let's talk about the thing I'm most excited to talk about this week. Is that there's rumors abound that the codename Steam 2 film Lucasfilm, <laughs> Lucasfilm and EA are trying to uh reboot Kotor in a sense, which is Knights of the Old Republic if you don't know. And not the MMO but the RPG game that BioWare made back in the day. And they're trying to reboot it and bring elements from both games into one to fit it in the canon into the true canon that exists now because that's how Star Wars works. There's a pre Disney buyout canon and a post Disney.
2: Yes, yes, here. we all know. Um not everyone knows this. I'm pretty sure everyone does. I don't know. Mm. So I feel like anyone who has gone to see a Star Wars movie, like you can ask them about Canon and they'll know. So just know,
0: or they'll never mind. Not going down that road <laughs> where they'll correct you into saying no, Canon from Star Wars Rebels. But mm. it's fine. Um. So next year is going to be the beginning. If of If you know something- about
2: Canon, you know about Canon. I'm just. Yeah, hundred percent. That's true. That that Venn diagram is a circle.
0: Yeah, (laughs) yeah, you're right. (laughs) Um, So next year is going to be the start of something called Project Luminous for Star Wars, and it's going to be kind of their um, Marvel esque, like uh, saga sort of thing where the comics are going to feed into the movies, they're going to feed into the games. It's all going to be one Uh, cohesive
2: story. That certainly worked out for Marvel.
0: Yeah, With all of their fantastic right. tie in we, we know, I know, I know
1: <laughs> that um, they
0: abandoned. <laughs> so, um, Revan was recently made canon, sort of, in because yeah. of the newest movie's art book. Some of the the Death Troopers or whatever, and on Exegol, whatever that stupid planet was called. Yep, um, they were called Revan Legion Troopers.
2: Yeah, all the legions were different Sith lords.
0: Yeah. Yep, and so. Revan got a shout out which means they're probably trying to fit him in somehow and give me some of that old Republic lore baby. I hope so. You know. I got to say though it it's a day.
2: cool that was a it was a cool little thing shout out even though it wasn't actually in the movie. Um it was but it's sort of weird you would think um Palpatine must not know his Sith history if he was naming a legion after Revan, <laughs> not yeah, not yeah. to spoil the games, but that's, yeah, it's, I, it's not a, it's not a exactly <laughs> the you way know that story is.
0: He's all of the Sith. That's true, and she is all of the Jedi. <laughs> so <mean> she's that's. <laughs> that's both I wonder where Revan. he was. Yeah. yeah <laughs> 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 oh, uh, <man.
2: laughs> see, it's a dyad. And... <laughs> Revan Revan was the original dyad. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> uh yeah. But anyway, I think this would be cool. Uh, I don't know about this luminous thing. Is is the game gonna run on the luminous engine? No, no. Um that's just my theory. So I
0: we'll see. Yeah. I, I think that
2: would be that would be very cool. Um I never got into the Kotor games because I didn't really like the way that they played. Uh I know I've never actually gotten into any bioWare games because I didn't like really like any of them. It's um, it's a
0: shame cuz there's one that I think you'd love and I've told you about it before, but you you would love Jade Empire. Only oh, because I thought, it's I thought helpful. you were going to say
2: the Sonic RPG that they made for the Nintendo DS.
0: Yes. No, I I the never Dark played Brotherhood.
2: That. Yeah, the Dark Brotherhood. <laughs>
0: I never played that. I know good. it existed, but yeah. <laughs> they made
2: Jade Empire?
0: Yeah, they made Jade Empire. Yep. Huh. And it played I the exact that. same as KOTOR.
2: Just with yeah. Kung Fu really. instead. <laughs> I mean, that's cool <laughs> yeah. in theory, but I just didn't like... I didn't enjoy the gameplay of KOTOR. Yeah.
0: yeah. And, I mean, I don't enjoy the, the... I think all of Mass Effect is trash, so... I mean... You're hurting it's, me. I'm sorry, but... That's my, it's, okay. it's one of my, I guess, hot gaming takes I, I, is that, well, the thing is, like, Bioware hasn't done anything <laughs> for me since the original Xbox, so. I can't blame you for that, though. Like, Mass I def- Effect, more I like Trash
2: it. A Fart.
0: Nailed it.
1: Got em. And now they made Anthem. Sorry. <laughs> oh, right. man. That's the true... That's the true so, crime
0: here. Excited for Star Wars games because they could be good again. Dang it! Yes, Uh we've had Jedi Fallen Order, uh, and I'm hoping that there's more coming from that. And
2: there certainly will be. Uh, oh, what I, if the next Apex character is from Jedi Fallen Order? Dude, it's that'd just be really Cal. cool. And Cal is the one who can wall run. Just, a, <laughs> just a cool little. It would
0: be a stormtrooper or something. That'd be cool. Yeah. Give Babu freak, Trooper.
2: yeah, Babu freak, or or a tiny ATST, like a, a tiny one, yeah, not a, a very, not a normal one. size one, but like a mini one,
1: yeah, a I like size.
2: That. Man, that'd be hard to play as. <laughs> Can't pick up guns. You're really you slow.
0: So, um, with let's see, what else do we have on the news? Besides Star Wars. It's easy to get carried away with Star Wars. It's true. Um, we'll, well, we'll talk about Resident Evil 8. Because there's a lot of leaks that have come out. And a lot of people care about Resident Evil 8. Uh, mainly because a lot of people cared about Resident Evil 7. Because it was like a rebirth for the series.
1: Um, a yeah, lot I heard people, it was very
0: good. Yeah, I never played it. I heard it was great. Forest, forced- how was
1: it? I didn't play it either. What? But I watched the entire... You- Nope i i the only one I fully played through is the two remake, but I watched an entire playthrough of seven. Um, mm. And it, I mean, from what I saw, it looks really good. Yeah.
0: Um, you're apparently going to be the same protagonist, Ethan Winters, which is generic white dude name number eighty seven. Yes. Um, and
1: Chris Redfield is also going to be in it apparently. Chris looks weird in Resi 7. Oh, if really? If you haven't seen him, it doesn't look like Chris at all. Oh, The nice. only thing that lets you know that it's Chris is him saying, I'm Chris Redfield. Nice. Well,
2: it seems like every time they make a leap to a new generation of systems, they
1: change the way all the characters look. Yeah, except Chris in 7 is blonde. Ah. Uh, yeah. Oh, that's really? What, and he's not big, beefy hunk man. Oh. This is part of the rebooted canon. Maybe
2: Maybe. it's because he hit puberty and Dio's DNA finally took it, it expressed itself. Oh my gosh. Okay. We're getting into weird stuff.
0: (laughs) Um, Apparently, there's going to be non zombie enemies in it, like werewolves and ghosts. So they're just taking a. Like, this is all speculative and it's all from leaks. But if that's true, then. They're getting real weird with this series, and I'm, it's turning into that
2: I... one, that one canceled game by the guys who made, God, what was that game called? Do you remember there was supposed to be a game that came out on the Wii that was going to be like Left for Dead, but it was set in like you instead of zombies, they were like werewolves and other kind of like grim monsters. Oh, oh no. and It was made by the people who were doing who did the Conduit games. Oh, uh, snap.
0: oh man, what was it? Our, I, I oh. thought you were thinking of that that eighteen. Yeah, I was gonna make the joke and the be PS like the Order
1: eighteen eighty seven no. or whatever it was. Um, <laughs> I was also, I
2: this is like, so weird. I was looking up um, what what the developer of the Order did since then. They've only made VR games.
0: <laughs> the, what was the name of the game you you said earlier? The Conduit. Yeah, the Conduit, which also was a game that was supposedly good. Um.
2: It was. It oh. was. It was supposedly okay.
1: I mean, it was an FPS on the Wii. Yeah, baby. It, means <laughs> it was great.
2: Let's see. High thunder. voltage software. Yeah.
1: Oh, that sounds familiar. They made
2: yeah.
0: connect Star Wars and Toy Story Mania.
2: Ooh, the he who um the grinder. That's what it was called. It's called
0: the, the grinder. grinder.
2: Yeah. Oh, that's an app.
0: Um. But, but this is
2: before then. Yeah, but it was basically Left For Dead, uh, and you fought against vampires or werewolves and zombies and stuff like that.
0: Man, that would have been right up Chris's
2: alley. That sounds
1: kinda <laughs> crazy and I like it.
2: It had a uh very tumultuous uh development cycle. Liam Robertson I mean, most... did a whole did a, a big video about it. Um the game sort of it just kind of spiraled out of control, and then was canceled.
0: That's sad. It's that one that happens. Yeah. Rest in peace, Pirates of the Caribbean unreleased RPG game. Rest in peace, Final that Fantasy Versus thirteen. <laughs> I'll yeah. miss you.
2: So, um Final Fantasy Versus thirteen is it still lives? Oh, you have no clue. Yeah, you <laughs> <laughs> you, you say
1: this you, yeah, with no context. Yeah. Little do you know. Yeah. Um, all right. <laughs> so.
0: Um, no spoils. Yeah. All right. So Phil Spencer talked about how frame rate is more important than resolution, which is great because um, games should run smoother instead of look better in 4K because 4K is still kind of not used by everyone. Yeah. Even though it is, but it's like make the game smooth as butter, please. I want to be able to like just not have to see jaggies happen. Yep. Um especially after playing I don't think I've played a game with as rough and frustrating of as frame rate as um The Legend of Zelda game this year.
2: What what's the name of that game? Link's Awakening. Link's
0: Awakening and ever since then i've kind of become a frame rate snob because that was real bad and it was frustrating and i haven't noticed it in any other game really that that bad lately um
2: look david here's what you do you play on an original xbox 1 on a Oh, like a 10-year-old so, TV that so, doesn't have 4K capability. And you'll so, never notice this stuff. So what I was doing before I got my new TV. <laughs>
0: it was, it's Seth doing his argument of why he played ba- Destiny it's, 1 on
2: It's PS3. the same experience. <laughs> literally nothing
1: different about it. Yeah. Listen, if you don't know how good it could be,
0: then it doesn't matter. I guess. I guess <laughs> that's what you say. All right, guys. Do you have any other news? anything uh nah yeah forest usually have some weird devil may cry news (laughs) that comes out of nowhere kentucky Route
2: zero tv edition is out go buy it
0: it. it's out man am i i'm not playing it tonight because i'm too tired but yeah i'm i don't know how how long would you estimate that game is seth i don't know maybe like 20 hours yeah like like three to four hours an episode, yeah, something like that. That
2: sounds about right.
0: Okay, um, uh, let so me. I'm
2: gonna I'm gonna pull up my Steam and see how much time I have on it. I'm gonna and then, and then I'll tell you.
0: Because I'm gonna play through a chunk of that this weekend. Right. So, because I have to sit in the house and let some chili cook for the super Ooh. the the big game. Can't say that. You're not allowed to say it. What,
2: Super Bowl? Oh, no. Oh, no. Nope. Watch out. I'm Looks like get... it, it'll be another lost episode. <laughs>
0: <Yeah>. <laughs> um. So, all right. Set, well, Seth is setting up his... Are you going to tell me? That's still It's loading. My computer's little slow. Nice. All right, hey, so... Same here. Luigi's Mansion is about 15 hours long, by the way. Um, that was good. Games should be shorter. And it's kind of nice to play shorter games. Yeah, uh, I agree. It was nice to sit down in one sitting and beat that Kingdom Hearts DLC, and I felt accomplished.
2: Yep,
1: yep, and yep. good. I I like having shorter shorter play times for games because that lets me that allows me to pace out pace myself better when I'm playing the game. Like if I like with Katana Zero, I had maybe three or four play sessions, and I knew pretty much how much I was going to be doing within those sessions. I had and it was nice. I had 3. Yeah. One day I sat down and beat like
0: I had 2 before and I sat down and beat it on the third. I I played it for like 6 hours straight. Yeah. It was great. Yeah.
2: <sighs> Agreed.
0: Right, I'm, I'm done with Seth waiting for your steam.
2: Yeah, uh it's it, I think 20 hours is about right. Okay. Gotcha. All right. Um,
0: so with that, uh thank you for being so patient and waiting for an episode. We really did not want to release last week because it just was not up to a great standard. And we know that we that you guys enjoy listening, hopefully. And you reflect that by reviewing us and sharing us with your friends. Um, we never want to give you bad content and You know, sometimes you got to look in the
1: mirror and realize that what you just did wasn't great. Yeah. Um, In some instances, no content may be better than (laughs) bad content. Right. (laughs)
0: And so we appreciate you listening. And, you know, just share us with your friends as always and rate and review us on your podcast platform of choice. We're on Spotify, iTunes, everything you can think of. And if we're not there, please let us know. And with that, we will see you next week. Bye. Goodbye. Goodbye. Farewell.